is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and he should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Come worship with us. Enter the nomination of faith, Church of the Living God, 1279 Pickin' Road, Leesville, Louisiana. But God is first, and people are always. Welcome to the Living Your Destiny broadcast with Dr. John Barton, bringing you the Word of God with simplicity and revelation. Now, let's join Dr. Barton for today's message. This may not be a shouting message. It's tight. Come on, bump your neighbor and say, it's tight, but it's right. This may not be the kind of message that make you run around the, the dome, but you'll make it to heaven. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So here's so here, house of prayer, house of purity, house of power. Say that. House of prayer, house of purity, house of power. So as a church, we must develop a culture of prayer in this church. Understanding that we must be purified in order for our prayer life to work. A culture of prayer must be established in our church if we're going to make a kingdom impact in the earth. God's will and his purpose throughout scripture was always established through a people who stood and operated in their authority. And what was that authority? Prayer. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Go to, um, oh, we're still in Isaiah. Isaiah 26. Or we're in Matthew. Go back to Isaiah 26. Let me, or Isaiah 26, I believe it's this one. We're in Isaiah 56, but I believe I want to go in Isaiah 26. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Y'all praying for me tonight? Yes, sir. Y'all want to receive all God has for you? Yes, sir. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, for the Lord is good. I said the Lord is good. I said the Lord is good. Glory to God. Let me just go to Isaiah 26. I may have lost my, my place, but that's all right. We're going to find it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Bless his holy name. Okay, yes, thank you. 62, not 26. I got the numbers right. Just need to switch it. I'm not lost. I know where I'm going. <laughs> Isaiah 62. Let me, let me show you this. Verse 6. <laughs> I have set watchmen upon thy walls. Oh, New Kingdom Ministries International which shall never hold their peace day nor night. See, here's the prayer band right here. Here's the prayer chain. Amen. Continual prayer. Continual prayer. Continual prayer. They continued in prayer. They continued in one mind and one accord. Ye that make mention of the Lord, keep not silence. Keep not silence. You know what they're trying to do to the body of Christ? Shut us up. Yeah. Exactly. 
Don't come to Congress. <laughs> Don't come to the White House. Don't come to the State Capitol. But little do they know, we're going. Amen. <laughs> and we're not going alone. Amen. We're going in the name of the Lord. Amen. In the name of the God of Israel. Come on, somebody. But does that mean all of us going to get on the bus and go? No. We're going to pray there. See, you got to pray there before you get there. I know before I go to any place to minister, I always have intercessors praying there. Before I even get to the place of my ministry, the prayers have already set the stage for what God wants to release through me. So I'll say, Sister Priscilla, I need you to pray. I'm going to such and such place. The Lord is going to do great things. And I need you to be an intercessor on the wall, praying there. Amen. amen. Praying there. Minister Lakeith, I need you to pray there. And by the time I get there, amen, the place, the stage will be set for God to do exploits. Write that down. Pray there before you get there. Pray there before you get there. Pray there before you go there. And so as a church, as a church, as a church, here's what God has required of me. Raise up intercessors within the house. And your job as an intercessor is to be a watchman. Everybody say watchman. watchman. Now we taught this to our men and uh, we showed them the, the physical side of being a watchman in the church. You know, we have our men, they're watching. They're watching what's going on. They're, they're, you know, they're being that security for us. You know, when they, when they show up, they, you know, amen, that's another lesson. I have to preach Sunday's message again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Brother Rusty. He's always watching because he's a watchman. He's watching what's going on in this side. Amen. Praise God. Where's my watchman on this side? Where about Brother West? He's a watchman. Brother, Brother Paul, he's, he's a watchman. They're watching me. They're watching what's going on. Amen. If somebody came running down the aisle to try to tackle me, he'd come in front. You were kind of slow with that, yes. <laughs> you got me, Sister Georgia, in KC. I know Sister Georgia got me. Sister Georgia. <laughs> During this time, they had watchmen serving the king. Watchmen, I, when I went to Washington a couple of years ago, and uh, walking around at night is such a beautiful place to walk. And uh, you can see the White House. There are people walking on top of the White House in black, 24-7 security. 24, the president never goes anywhere without it. Watchmen, watchmen. See, during this time, and Isaiah, Isaiah is talking about the watchmen who were the extension of the king. They were the eyes of the king because there were things the king did not see that the watchmen saw. There were things that the king could not hear that the watchmen could hear. Come on, somebody. Because the king had to be focused on running the kingdom. And he could not be preoccupied with invaders. So the watchman had to be the eyes and the ears of the king. Come on, somebody. But such is the case in spiritual things. Even in this church, some of you don't realize it, but you're the eyes of this ministry. Amen. You got to look out for things that may be a threat 
that may try to sabotage the anointing, that may be, try to sabotage the integrity of the house. And you've got to be the watch. What, what, do you, what does it mean to be the watch? Does it mean to come and tell me, oh, this is going on, this and that and the other. Oh, this person said this, this person did that. No, being a watchman spiritually means that you're an intercessor. There are some things that I may not even need to know if you just pray. Because your prayer and intercession will cancel those things out. Tell somebody, say, you're a watchman. Day and night we should be praying. God will show you things. Amen. Begin to pray. Pray in the Holy Ghost. I told every director, every leader, uh, you know, that's been given an assignment over a particular department or ministry. You're the intercessor over that ministry. Pray over that. You see the enemy trying to come in to bring confusion, to bring division? You pray. You're the leader. Begin to pray. Plead the blood. Begin to rebuke confusion. Begin to cancel out every assignment. Be the watchman. So as ministries are being born, because we have more ministries to birth, with every ministry, not only do we need someone facilitating the activities of that ministry, we need people praying Amen. for that. Because you, know, you understand that through every ministry that's here, that's even an opportunity for the enemy to attack. Because to whom much is given, much is required. I don't understand how people say I don't have time to pray. You married? You got children? You got a job? All these things going on in your life, you need to be praying all the time. Because those, amen, especially if you have children, the enemy will try to attack your children. That's another portal for him to try to attack. And even as a church, there are many ministries that are going to be birthed. It's another portal for him to try to attack. If he, don't, if he don't attack the kids' ministry, he'll attack the singles' ministry, or he'll attack the couples' ministry. Some of the ministries have been attacked, and they're no longer going on. But we're going to get into a position of prayer. I say we're going to get into a praying position. And these ministries are going to be rebirthed in Jesus' name. But you have to be that watchman. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let me give you one more thing, and I'm out your way. See, some of y'all yawning. God, write this down. This is so important. God positions only those people who are best suited for the job. God positions only those people who are best suited for the job. Now, go ahead and add, at that particular time and season, God positions only those people who are best suited for the job at that particular time and season. When you read the book of Esther, which I encourage you to, Esther was the person that God chose to use during a time where a nation was about to be destroyed through the plot of Haman, who was plotting against the king. He was plotting to destroy the king, and he was plotting to destroy the Jews of that nation. But Esther has such discernment to know what was going on. God had her at the right place at the right time. 
and she was a watchman. Although she was a queen and the, and, and the king appointed her and, and, and favored her and she eventually became his, his, his wife, amen, you have to understand that, that, that Esther, amen, had the heart of the king amen. and she also had the heart of the people. Yes. God can use anyone amen. that has other people's best interests in mind. But who is best suited for the job? Who is best suited to get the job done? The person who develops relationship with God. The person who is seeking God's face. Because if you're not that praying man or that praying woman, you can easily become a channel for Satan to use. Regardless of how gifted and talented you are. If you don't have that intimacy with God, you can easily be sidetracked and deceived by the enemy, and he'll use your tongue to destroy instead of build up and edify. So regardless of Esther's past, she was a poor, she came from a poor family. How in the world are you going to be queen? Look at your background. Look at where you came from. Look at who your mama and them was. But she was the perfect one for the job. Because her heart was for the king. See, when your heart is for the king, glory to God, you won't just have one night with the king. You're going to have a lifetime with the king. And through Esther's faithfulness and through her focus and through her love for the king and for her people, God used her. God used her. Amen. The power of God through her, she called everybody on the fast. And for three days they fasted against this plot of the enemy of Haman. And God used her to save a nation. All it takes is just one man of prayer. One woman of prayer. That is passionate in prayer. That is intimate with God. And it, you can tell when people are really serious about God. It begins to flow out of them. This concludes our message for today. Thank you for supporting John Barton Ministries, where we are committed to changing lives and changing futures. You can secure a copy of today's message in its entirety on CD by calling 1-888-727-8900. Order today and watch the Word of God change your life. If you're ever in the Lafayette area, we invite you to join us for a life-changing experience at New Kingdom Ministries International, the place where new life begins. Services are currently held at the Holiday Inn Holodome on 2032 Northeast Evangeline Thruway in Lafayette, Louisiana. Service times are every Sunday morning at 9 and every Tuesday evening at 7. For more information,